Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Welcome back to the Sporting Capital this evening on SEN. Jordan Canellis with you, bringing you all the latest in the world of sport. You can send us a text, 0433981116. Harry Garside is a history-making boxer. He was the first Aussie man to win a medal at the Olympics in uh, since 1988 when he took bronze in Tokyo last year. Since then, he's turned pro. He won his first fight in December, and he has his second pro fight tomorrow in Sydney. And he joins us here on SEN this uh, Tuesday night. Harry, welcome. Hey, thank you very much for having me on. Weigh-in completed this afternoon. Have the nerves settled or are they still bouncing around ahead of tomorrow? Yeah, the final flight response is, is there all week, mate. But uh, as boxers, we uh, we absolutely love when weigh-in's done and you can really focus on, on your job and you can really focus on replenish yourself, rehydrate, recover and uh, one more sleep, mate. It's, it's showtime. How much work between now and tomorrow is... Uh, is is focused on strategy and planning for the fight? Personally, for me, it's done weeks in advance. So I do that 10, 12 weeks out, always, especially in the pros, you know who you're going to fight a long time out. It's a little bit different to the amateurs. So, you know, I've been planning and preparing and strategic, um, strategizing, sorry, uh, with my coach, of course, Johnny Lewis, and my home coach, Brian Devere. So for a while, and the next three, four hours, mate, is really just making sure you recover, making sure you stay switched on. You mean, and as every boxer is, you mean, it's fight or flight response is high, animal instinct is high, and uh, I can't wait to get in there tomorrow. We spoke to you here on SEN uh, last year, not long after you secured your bronze for for Australia at the Olympics. That was about eight months ago, seven or eight months ago. What has uh, the time since then, when you won the bronze, to now looked like since you've turned pro? I've moved my whole life up to Sydney. So I'm originally from Melbourne, I'm from, from Lillardale, end of the train line, and um, yeah, I moved my life to Bondi. Um, so it's good to live near a beach, mate. Lourdes is about an hour from any beach. So it's, uh, it's good to live here. And my partner lives here. And the last sort of six, seven months, I've just really found my feet in a new environment. And Melbourne will always be my home, but it's always good and exciting to, to be in a new environment for sure. Your first professional fight was, was in December. So how quickly after the Olympics finished and after the, the bronze medal did you make the decision to go pro? I knew I knew well in advance that's what I was going to do. So now as boxers, we can finally do both. We can fight amateur and professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so grateful that that's the case because it was really hard financially for amateur athletes to to, to really make any money and, and, and sort of support yourself while also chasing the Olympic dream. So now I can turn pro. I can try my hardest to win world titles and make a little bit of coin to survive and, and still chase my dreams. So that's the most important thing. So how much how much different is the world just just being in uh, in the professional boxing uh, arena now and and from obviously from the monetary perspective which you describe but even just from uh, from business and dealings and uh, I suppose you've got the same team around you but now that you've made the jump from amateur into professional how much different are you are you uh, viewing the world in at the moment? Yeah, it's just it's just a little bit more chaotic. That's um, it's a little bit more busy as well. I mean, there's a lot more happening and. I'm just, I'm really grateful that I've got a lot of really good people around me. My coach from, from home, Brian Levere, my family, I've got two of the best parents. They always keep me very grounded, and I think that's very important. Since the Olympics, you know, there's been a lot of media stuff, it's been a lot happening, and I just got to, I'm so grateful I've got the people around me because they never make me forget who I really am. And I'm, I'm a working class, my family's working class, and 
I'm a boy from Lillardale and I'll always be that boy from Lillardale. I'll never forget where I come from. And um, yeah, not much has changed, mate. Just trying my best to, to take up every opportunity with both hands and, uh, and just really enjoy the ride. This is, I mean, this is the highlight of my career. I'm turning pro and hopefully in the next two, three years, I'm fighting for world titles and, and hopefully bringing those titles back to Australia and packing out stadiums. You've, uh, I'll ask you about Johnny Lewis in a second, but the, the rest of your team, have you had to add to your, to your entourage around you? Uh, a little bit, mate. As an amateur athlete, yeah, it's, it's run by the Australian Institute of Sport and the Combat Institute. So a little bit now I've got you know, man, a few more people around me and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, mate, all you really need for boxing is a good mindset, good coach and good people around you. And I've definitely got that for sure. So you've got Brian Levere as your coach who you've worked with for a while now, but you've also got Johnny Lewis, the legendary trainer, Johnny Lewis, in your camp who came out of retirement to work with you. Uh, firstly, how did the connection come about? Who who, who hooked you up with uh, with Johnny Lewis? My manager is actually Johnny Lewis's godson, so it's, um, ah. that's how I, I got in contact. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful to have both Brian and Johnny. They're they're, they're late seventies and they've been around the sport for a bloody long time, and um, they're so charismatic. And that's the thing that I love about them both. They, um, they're so charismatic, and every time I walk into the training session, I'm always having a laugh, having a joke. But then at the same time, they've obviously got a wealth of knowledge. They've been around for so long. So I'm just uh, really grateful to have Johnny and, and, of course, Brian in my corner. Why did Why did you want to work with Johnny Lewis? Uh, for me, mate, I just obviously, you I mean, his numbers, numbers don't lie. You I mean, statistics don't lie. A lot of people in the world and a lot of people in the boxing game, especially, they talk and talk and talk and talk and, uh, for me, mate, I'm just a big one. Uh, I let my actions do the talking, and and Johnny, I think, is the same. I mean, his numbers don't lie, and his statistics don't lie, and I'm just trying my hardest to learn as much as I can off him. Uh, does does Johnny's training methods complement your fighting style? Uh, I think absolutely. I've been I've been learning a lot and and viewing boxing in a different sense in the last six months, which I think is really valuable. You can get a little bit stale if you if you're training in the same environment with the same people for a long time. So. He's, um, he's definitely teaching me a lot, especially about the professional game. And uh, I'm excited to really showcase that over the next sort of year, uh, 12 months of, of my career. What have you added to your training regime and to your style maybe in the ring? Uh, for me, mate, I'm just trying my best to, to settle down and relax, not be so. I think in the amateurs, you get nine minutes. You get three rounds to really cram as much in. It's, it sometimes seems very rushed. So it's, um, And there, it's almost like two different sports. So I think I'm just... For me, I'm just really focusing on being patient. I've got 30 minutes now. I've got 10 rounds to to make my mark and, and, and leave my impression on the fans and leave my impression on the judges. And um, you mean, I'm excited to just really slow it down and, and get in there and, and have some fun. So Johnny oversaw Jeff Fennick and, and Kosha Zoo achieve world titles in their careers. So you, you've joined a prestigious stable of students to work under him. Did, um, did Johnny agreeing to work with you and, and you having that connection with him now, does that almost in your mind, does it sort of verify or authenticate the, the talent you have and the belief that you have that you have the real potential? Uh, I think so, mate. That's, that's been one of the biggest things that I've been trying to work on since the Olympics is, is just to really believe in myself more. I think when I come up against Andy Cruz, the Cuban in the semifinal, I, I almost lost that fight before I got in, and that's because I didn't have the deep believing that I could actually beat a boxing great like that, Andy Cruz. So... Having someone like Johnny come out of retirement, it gives me a lot of hope and it gives me a lot of faith in myself. So I've just got to believe it myself. I can have so many people around me believing it. 
but it's up to me if I truly believe it. And I think having someone like Johnny come out of retirement is always a good thing. Olympic medalist Harry Garside with us on SEN ahead of his fight tomorrow in Sydney. Um, a rising tide lifts all boats, Harry, and the, the Aussie boxing tide is rising at the moment with uh, George Cambosos and Tim Zhu, the Maloney brothers. We've got Jai Opataya fighting for a world title uh, in a couple of weeks. And then the youngsters like yourself, Justice Hooney, Sky Nicholson, who's coming through now. Ebony Bridges won a world title the other week. How encouraged are you by the strength of Aussie boxing and, and how, how, um, how strong it's getting at the moment? I, honestly, I can't get over how good it is at the moment. It's so exciting, especially being one of the younger ones of, of what's around at the moment. It's exciting for me. The golden era is well and truly back in Australian boxing. And I grew up training alongside people like Jason Waitley. He went to the went to the 2016 Olympics, and that's someone who I look up to. And I mean, he's Jai Pattaya's number one um, number one sort of contender in Australia. And having him as a role model was fantastic. And to have all the other names that you just mentioned as role models. I'm just trying my hardest, mate, to train hard and keep winning fights and, and join that list. Does that does does the success of the other boxers? How much influence does that have on you in terms of um, just people that you talk to, contacts that you have, the circle of Australian boxing people that you're surrounded with? Is it does all the does all the news and the hype circulate around uh, among you and the personnel? Absolutely, mate. I really do love the boxing community in Australia. Just one thing I would love to say as well. I feel like we could work together a little bit better. And I think we have so much talent in this country, uh, whether it be the amateurs, the professionals, we've got the league and association in the amateurs, we've got so many good professional athletes, uh, boxers. I just hope that we, over the next few years, can really work together. You mean, spar together, train together. We have to fight to get to sort of, you mean, we all fight. And uh, you mean, I just think it really strengthens Australian boxing. And then we can actually go overseas after all working together and really sort of cement ourselves on the international stage. And, and I'm just really excited for the next sort of five, ten years of Australian boxing. Is that, so I'm not, I'm not trying to pin you down as, as uh, you know, trying to create a headline or anything here, but do, do you feel that means that, has it felt to you that maybe Australian boxing has been a little bit fractured in the last few years? Uh, a little bit growing up. I just feel like some people don't want losses on their record. Some people don't want to work with each other. And, and I felt that growing up a little bit, mate. And I've definitely felt the opposite to that as well. I felt there's a lot of good people who work together, of course, as well. But I just definitely do think that uh, as Australia, we can really work together as one and, and, and go overseas and become one of the best boxing nations around at the moment. Your fight tomorrow is against uh, Manu Matei, the Matrix, the, the Sydney boy. So you're fighting in, in his town. What's the scouting report for a return for him? What kind of boxer is he? He's really good, mate. I, I fought him, actually, in the amateurs back in 2018, and I got the win then, but he was a little less experienced, and he's improved a lot over the last four years, and, and so have I. So I, uh, I know it's going to be a good, hard fight. I've been training, I've been preparing, and I'm sure he's going to come to fight, uh, and I just can't wait to get in there tomorrow and really show off my skills. What's, uh, what, what are you expecting from him? Is he, going to, uh, is he going to attack you early? Is he going to sit back a little bit? What do you expect? To be honest, I'm actually not too sure. He, um, in the press yesterday, he was he was talking a little bit about he's going to knock me out and stuff like that. So there is potential that he might come forward the first few rounds, but I'm not too sure, mate. I just, whatever gets thrown at you, you, as athletes and as boxers, you've got to adapt really quickly. and That's something that I'm going to try my hardest to do in the, in the first minute of the fight tomorrow night and just get in there and, and have a red-hot dip and, and try my best, and that's all we can do as athletes. How have you found you're only one fight into your pro career and, and the second one's tomorrow night, but already are you finding that 
just the pace of the fight, the tempo? Have you, have you had to change things up since uh, since uh, stepping into the big leagues? Uh, not, not heaps, mate. Boxing is boxing, of course. And there is just some, some differences, obviously, between amateurs and professionals. But at the end of the day, boxing is boxing. And the only real difference is you get paid in the professionals and it's for longer rounds. So you just need to adapt your training sessions a little bit, do longer sessions, longer running sessions, longer rounds when you're sparring. But at the end of the day, every boxer, whether you're amateur or professional, gets in the gym and they try their hardest to get better and they try their hardest to become the best boxers they can be. And at the end of the day, boxing is just boxing. And it's for a belt as well. The vacant Australian lightweight title is there as the prize on offer for you two tomorrow. Does it feel like that's happened quickly? Second pro fight in and you're already fighting for a belt? Yeah, it's huge, mate. I'm uh, absolutely stoked and honoured to be uh, to getting that opportunity in my second fight. Some amazing Australian athletes, uh, boxers, have, uh, have held that title. And it's just a stepping stone into becoming the boxer I want to become. And I want to become one of the best boxers Australia's ever produced and to join some of the names that we talk about, talked about previously, you know, Cambosis, Tim Zhu, Huni, Waitley. Uh, it's an exciting time, mate, but I just need to be winning fights like this tomorrow night and really sort of making myself look good and, and training hard in the, in the future as well. So it's tomorrow night at the Hawthorne Pavilion in Moore Park in Sydney. It'll be live on Fox Sports. You can watch it on KO as well. Uh, it's starting at 7 p.m. Uh, you'll have uh, fellow Olympian Paulo Acuso makes his pro debut as well on the card, the light heavyweight from Mount Druitt. So he'll be there as uh, I think it's the third to last fight on the card. Uh, Harry Garside and Manur Mate is the main event. Harry, good luck tomorrow. We wish you well and uh, hopefully you can go 2-0. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate you having me on. Harry Garside with us here on SEN, the bronze medalist from Tokyo, the Olympics last season, now in his, or well, last year, I beg your pardon, in his second professional fight. That's tomorrow night at Sydney. The Sporting Capital, we return on SEN after this. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.